Did you hear the big news? We started a private university. We are rolling out a new design certificate program and a master's degree program along with our Design Suite Mastermind. We have new enrollment dates coming up for these programs. And if you want to watch a 10-minute video and learn more, go to designsuitecourses.com learn. Welcome to the Make and Design Podcast. I'm your host, Karina Gardner. On this podcast, we're unraveling the everyday joys and dilemmas of design, making, and business. For makers who want to be designers and for designers who are makers, this is your inside scoop to help you grow your business and bring more creativity to your life. When I was in grad school, Josh and I would be uh, driving, that's my husband, we would be driving and uh, he would look at a billboard and he would say, Oh, look, that's Baskerville. I have an eye for these things. And it always made me laugh because, of course, it was never Baskerville, just so you guys know. Um, It was always some really random, horrible font that he would choose to say that at. At the time, Josh was in law school, and we just um, used to laugh and laugh and laugh because he would always be saying, I have an eye for these things because, of course, I I was working on my doctorate in design. And um, recently, I just finished, I mean, yeah, we just finished uh, in this summer, we finished um, all the tiers of our program. And for those of you who don't know, Design Suite has like six tiers at this point. We have the most popular tier, which is Mastermind, um, because it is our business tier. It's the one that helps you learn how to make money. But then we have design tiers, design only tiers. And then we have upper tiers, which are all advanced tiers. And our top tier is called called Elite, and um, we, and the second tier underneath that, it's called Stars, and in Stars in particular, there's a font design class, um, and I, I finished working on that class, and I just, I thought back to grad school days when Josh would say, I have an eye for these things, and I thought, that's exactly what we're trying to do here in our advanced color theory and our advanced um, font design. What we're trying to do is develop an eye for these things. And even though Josh was saying it jokingly, for you guys, we're really trying to do that. So if you're here on the podcast or on the YouTube channel, you're kind of you're watching this um, uh, separately uh, and you're not in the program I just want to emphasize to you that your goal is to develop an eye for these things, all right? One of the things we try to do within the program is exactly what we did in university, which is you have so much exposure to design and great design. Um, That's why we do interviews in the program. That's why we have so much coursework in the program is because we're trying to like stuff it all into a single year. What we used to do in four years, we we try to get the highlight reel so that we're learning at a much faster pace. And so then we're also designing and making money at a much faster pace as well. And I just think it's fascinating because at the end of the day, nothing has changed. The whole goal of being a designer is to develop an eye for these things. But the second step to that is to be able to talk about it and explain it to other people. When we can explain why we design what we do and how we do it, and they understand it. So they understand the technical reasons we did it, because usually there are limitations in the design work, right? But then furthermore, what we believe eyes will see and those little tiny deviations from a single designer thinking about a logo I saw yesterday. And it's just like the littlest, slightest, like bend in shape, like on an ear, makes us see the ear. It makes us see it. 
But very often, if we can't describe that or explain that to a client or to a shop owner, to a customer, then they can't see it well either. So it's the art of developing an eye for these things and then being able to explain why you did what you did. And that's really what being a great designer is all about. Um, so I hope that you're doing it and just some tips as you are moving forward, as you're trying to develop an eye for these things. One of the best things you can do is surround yourself with great, great design work. I'm not talking about art. I think that great artists are awesome, but design work kind of does an interesting thing. It's kind of a, a switch over from art in that very often we look at art and it's like a full print, right? We cover uh, an entire screen or an entire canvas with a piece of art, right? With design, very often we need it usable for a customer, which is why I'm writing a book on it and it'll be out next spring. So you like keep your eyes out for it, you guys, because it's gonna be customer-based information for designers, okay? That we have to really be thinking very, very smartly about the actual design itself and how it's gonna be used by the customer because the way we shape the design and the way that it's presented and produced really shapes that. Now, let me give you an example of that because that feels very like, oh, arbitrary, right? If you need a bowl to eat from, right? You need to eat some cereal or something. You need a bowl. You need it shaped like a bowl. You don't need it shaped like a plate, right? That's the de designer's job, right? If you have a sticker sheet, you need to make sure that it's shaped in such a way that it's gonna be easily cut by a machine, right? It's the exact same concept, but I think the bowl and the plate one makes more functional sense in your head, right? But it's the same for design, for all flat design. Every piece of function, like the way it's intended to be used, has to be smartly laid out and thought through by the designer. That's why I love design. Art, for the sake of art's uh, sake, is wonderful. It's a great thing. Designers, we are technicians, we are manufacturers, we are people who are problem solvers, and we're trying to figure out how to get things exactly the way we need them to, to go so that the customer can use it very easily. And that's it. Okay, so I hope that you're continually developing an eye for these things. That means reading books, looking at things. Museums actually are helpful, even though it's mostly art, can be very, very helpful. Um, and spending time with other designers, you guys, that's actually huge, spending time with other designers. I know that really helped me as I was starting my career, especially when I was in school, hanging out with other designers because you start thinking like a designer. All right, guys, I'm so glad that you were able to join me here. If you don't, ha if you haven't done this yet, if you don't mind going over to, to the podcast and leaving me a review, that's so helpful and I just appreciate it so much. If you're on the YouTube channel, if you wouldn't mind subscribing, we are trying to grow this channel to let people know what it really takes to be a designer I'm tired of all the myths and all the things out there that, you know, aren't really true. And I would love to have you help me spread the word about great design and how it should be created, done, and how you too can become a designer. All right. Thanks so much, you guys. I'll see you soon. Hey, did you know that you can visit me at makeanddesign.com to learn more about this podcast and join my VIP group for weekly freebies? I can't wait to see you there.